Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we go and The weekend is here, not just any weekend, it's opening weekend, and Dick Beardsley couldn't be happier. Dick, obviously for fishing guides and people who love fishing, this is a wonderful time of the year. It really is, Kev. It's like a a birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving combined into to that big day coming up on Saturday and I know myself and a lot of other folks are looking forward to it no matter what the weather no how no matter what the bite's going to be like we won't find out until we get out there Saturday morning well you know and speaking of the weather we have not had a fast warm up obviously the lakes are now open now but the weather's been pretty cool the water temps are cool um there's a lot of safety things we want to keep aware of, but as far as the fish goes, um, what does that mean? Well, I think it's going to be up. Uh, it's going to be a shallow bite, and I tell you, right now the the shiners, spot tails in particular, um, they're kind of getting tough to get right now because the water's been so cold. But all we need is a, a day or two, or an afternoon even, of little sunshine warming up, and I think you're going to find a lot of fish up shallow because those shiners, if they're up in that shallower water, you know those walleyes are going to be right there. So I'm going to be looking. Uh, shallow water areas where the wind's blowing into some of the points things like that some of the emerging weed lines and uh, if it's still real cold you know the the water temperature is only right now in about the low to mid 40s at top Um, sometimes those shiners might be out a little bit deeper well so sometimes if those walleyes you're pitching jigs up into the shallow water areas and you're not catching anything don't be afraid about moving out and you know that anywhere from 8 to 14 foot, and you see bait fish out there, you know the walleyes are going to be close behind. Okay. And and I, I guess I would have expected that, um, and probably regardless, but certainly when the water is as cool as it is, um, there's been no room for them to really meander too far no there really hasn't uh, the good news is the walleyes are all done spawning and that's good so they've had they've had time to recover now so they should be uh in the in the mood to start eating your baits this weekend so we'll uh, we'll find out that's what the exciting part about the opener is is that excitement that anticipation and it's kind of like a scouting trip you know that first day out you don't know where the fish are going to be for sure you have a general idea but until you get out there and actually try a few spots um that's when you'll find out so here's my question for you as a guide do you guide on opening weekend or are you just out there to fish normally i i don't Normally, because it is, it's a little bit of a scouting trip. I'm always out there, and usually take a friend or two. But this year, I um, I am taking a couple out. Oh, yeah, I've. Uh, but they're both avid fishermen, and they know what to expect as far as you know. We might have to do a little running around, but then it might be you might get out there and you might get on that first spot and you might hit the bonanza. So you never know. But either way, we'll go out and have a good time. And hey, let's do talk a little bit about safety. That is, we noted that water is going to be plenty yes. cold. You always really want to have your PFD on, but especially this time of year. Absolutely. Especially, you know, if you're in an area and the wind's not blowing too much and you're kind of stationary and you want to take it off. But if, if you're moving, you got that boat up on plane or you're out in the middle of the lake or the wind's blowing, boy, keep that gosh darn thing on there because it, it can save your life. And, and when you are scooting across the lake, you know, make sure you've got your kill switch 
uh, cord attached to you just in case you you know you got pitched out of the boat. At least it'll kill the motor because that's what when people get pitched out of a boat when its motor's still running. What happens is that motor starts turning to the right or left and it comes back around and that's when people end up getting hit by the boat or the motor. So having that uh, that kill switch there to kill that motor is an important thing to have on your boat. Okay, very good point. Um, and the thing about BFDs, it's not like the, the big orange bulky things <laughs> when we were kids. Exactly. These are very comfortable. You barely know you have them on. Oh, they really are. And now you can get these inflatable manual ones and that inflate automatically when you fall into the if you fall into the water. And they're just there's like wearing a towel around your neck. You don't even notice them that they're there. But even the the jackets that you flip on, like the sterns, those type of things, they're very comfortable. Plus, you know, it's probably going to be a little chilly out there. They do help you keep a little bit warmer, too. Yeah. Hey, a lot of guys try to be secretive about it, but, I mean, there's really no secrets for opening walleye. We know what legs are going to be biting. We know where they're going to be. But which one do you like to open on? (sighs) I, I I open on big usually. Okay. Yeah, I usually open on big. It, you know, it's a shallower lake. The water tends to warm up a little bit. Um, but I have no problems if the bite's not going there, jumping onto Bemidji and probably heading into Lake Irving because that's usually that's usually a really good spot. If if people, you know, big lakes, you know, east of town, not too far. The access isn't the best. It's kind of out in the middle of the woods. But if you're looking at more staying in town here, listen – out on Lake Irving, the bite should be going really, really good out there this weekend. Oh, yeah. And uh, it normally does. That opening weekend, that first, usually right through Memorial Weekend, uh, Lake Irving can be really, really good. But uh, that'd be my first shot would be big, and then I'd be jumping over to Irving after that. Well, you know, Bemidji, which is just loaded with walleyes, tends to... That about memorials when it really starts to get going. Yes. And it's an amazing June lake. Oh, and last summer, it was an amazing June, July, <laughs> even into was. August. It really was. I mean, there was about a two-week window about mid-August when it slowed down a little bit, but then the bite picked back up again in September. It was, If we have something even close to that out there on Lake Bemidji this year, I'll be tickled, and uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't, so um, it'll, it'll be fun. And, you know, we've got so many lakes in the area that, uh, that are producing walleyes and other species of fish that we're very blessed to live where we do. It's time. It is indeed. It's opening weekend, and we have a lot more from Dick Beardsley. Walleye, walleye, walleye. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. It's opening weekend. We're getting you ready with our good friend Dick Beardsley. Are you a jigging minnow guy to get things started? I'm a jigging minnow guy from opening day until I put my boat away in the fall, Cal. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of old school. I love jig fishing. I love getting guide clients out there jig fishing because they get the they have the rod in their hand. They get to feel the tick when that walleye hits that bait. They get to set the hook. Not saying that, you know, putting rod holders out to the side and going for a boat ride you're going to catch some fish and there's times especially during the summertime you might catch more fish but for me 
part of it is about catching the fish, but it's it's having fun too. And there's nothing more enjoyable for me and seeing people when they get the hang and they feel that tick and they set the hook and bam, that rod loads up and they're fighting that fish. So yeah, I'm a jig guy. And then, and then, but I'll, I'll have rods all strung up for live bait rigging too, you know, cause that's a, can be a really dynamite way, especially early in the season. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, though, that uh, Jig and Minnow wouldn't produce this yeah, weekend. Yeah, it, it will produce. I mean, if I had to pick one one lure in my tackle box, and that's all I could fish with, hands down, it would be a jig and some kind of either plastic or some kind of live bait on it. Hands down. I think a jig has probably caught more walleyes throughout the you know country than any other combination combined yeah yeah they're just amazing little thing well of course you know uh i know Dwayne and john peterson quite well from northland yeah they they actually have been sponsors of this show since day one and they they made their money uh really got things going due to that that fireball jig yeah jigs jigs work they do and now they got the fireball jig with a longer shank on it you know so it it has a little you can put a bigger minnow on there and and whatnot and now the peterson brothers i tell you they've what a what an icon they are in the fishing industry, and um, their their tackle is as good as it gets. That's for sure. I tell you, it's it's not uh, really about opening weekend, but uh, the thing you mentioned, the Peterson brothers, and I did as well. And talking to you and guys like Jason Durham and Chip Lear and all these guys I talked to. I mean, I could go on and on, and that would really bore people, but. That's really what I think is really attractive about fishing is just there's some great people involved in the sport. There really is. You know, it's um, it's all about going out there, having fun. And I know as a guide, the joy I get, you know, if I'm out on a trip, if I don't catch a fish, but everybody, the clients in the boat catch them all, I am happy as a lark. I mean, and to see the excitement on these people. It makes me get excited. And I've been fishing since I was two years old. I'm 63 now. And I still get excited when I set the hook on a fish and get to reel it in. I mean, and you see the, the smiles and the joy it brings to other people's faces. Uh, it's uh, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you what that does for a person. And if you're not having fun, then obviously you're not doing it right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what, you know, in my boat, we have kind of three things. Number one is safety. Number two is having fun, and number three is catching fish. And um, we usually do all three for the most part, but it's about having going out and having a good time. They can go back home, tell stories about their trips to the Bemidji area lakes, and um, it becomes a lifetime memory. But and, and there's something instinctive about it, right? I mean, when little kids, when they catch a fish, they love it. I mean, it's just something people just naturally love doing. I know, it is. And, and uh, I get a lot of folks out in the boat every year that – have never fished or fished, haven't fished since they were a kid. And my gosh, they're squealing like little pigs out there. They're so <laughs> tickled when they catch something. And, and some days, what I think is kind of a slow day, maybe, they're like, man, did we catch a lot of fish today? And I'm thinking, wow, I'm glad they're thinking that anyhow. <laughs> but no, it's all about when it comes right down to a Kev, whether you're pursuing walleyes or bass or pike or muskie or crappies, whatever, at the end of the day, most people, if they have something Pulling on the end of that rod, it doesn't matter what it is. They, they're they having a great time. Absolutely. Hey, one of the things that we do know is that there are now zebra mussels in Lake Bemidji. Uh, that's a fairly clear lake, although it's algae. there's an algae factor sure. later in the year. 
Um, this is obviously going to clear it up a little bit more. So how are we going to have to adjust as anglers? Well, you know, like with on the cast chain and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, that's got a lot of them. And um, I'm fortunate that I'm a big weed walleye guy. I fish I fish walleyes in the weeds all year long. I'll start out this on Saturday fishing along the emerging weed lines a lot of the times in that shallower water. And the good thing about when you get a lake that does clear up like the cast lake chain, things like that, a lot of people think, well, I can't catch them during the day because it's so bright out. And it, it makes it a little more difficult. So you either got to do two things, either go deeper or fish them up in the cabbage. And they're, they're going to be in the cabbage all year long. They can get in out of the sunlight. There's bait fish in there. They can, you know, they can ambush the bait fish. A lot of people don't like fishing the edges or right up into them because, you know, every once in a while you get snagged up in there. But if you can find the cabbage and you can rip a jig through the cabbage, unlike the clingy kind of grass that can be out in some of the lakes. But um, I would suggest to folks that if you get a lake where water's real clear because of the zebra mussels or it's just a clear body of water is to work those deep water uh, cabbage areas and you will catch fish and you might catch a variety of fish that's the nice thing about it too okay and uh, obviously like you say you you enjoy being a guide and, and watching people catch fish but I'm guessing you like to catch fish too. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I love I love catching fish. I really do, and um, I've just I've got such a passion for it. And like I said, the the day I don't start getting all giddy when I catch a fish and 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 aren't excited about it, it might be the day to hang up the fishing rod. But I don't think that's ever going to be happen happening. And I think now the older I I'm 63 now, the older I get, the, I think the more excited I get when I catch a fish. So okay. yeah, I don't know if you have any actual. Uh, endorsements or anything but i am curious as to what you're using and what you what you think's real good out there right now yeah you know i used to be endorsed by a number of different fishing companies and then i just kind of i felt like when i was doing like an interview i felt like i was an infomercial like i had to get everybody in so now i make a lot of my own jigs i buy a lot of northern jigs <laughs> northern tackle jigs that's for sure but really i am um, you know be honest with you, a jig's a jig. You know, mm-hmm. it's a piece of lead on a hook. And um, I mainly fish, a lot of times, the majority of the time, eighth-ounce jig. It's light enough to where you can work into the grass, into the cabbage, but it's heavy enough, unless it's real windy, that you can get out in some deeper water. If I start getting out in, you know, past probably 25 feet, I'll go to a quarter-ounce jig, unless it's windy, and then I'll I'll use a quarter-ounce jig even in the shallower water. And, um, yeah, and hook a fat head or a spot tail if you can get them and or a leech or a crawler and away you go okay um one question about the jigs is there a color are you a color preference guy well you know i tell you years ago um my son andy i had him out and we we he just slaughtered the walleyes that day on an orange jig and so after that, it didn't matter what the walleyes were biting on. He was fishing with an orange jig. <laughs> so I usually always start out in honor of him with an orange jig. But um, I've got rods all decked up with what I've found that works really good on some of the area lakes like Bemidji and Irving is a yellow jig with red painted eyes. I don't know why, and I've tried all different colors, but that combination for me, anyhow, seems to work really, really good. So if, if I had my tackle boxes here, my jig boxes, one of them would be just nothing but yellow j- <laughs> yellow jigs with a red painted eye on them. Okay. Anything else you think we need to know before we get out there this weekend? One last thing, Kev, for sure is, you know, because of the opener, there's going to be a lot of people out on the water, a lot of people at the accesses. Be patient. 
And if you, you know, if you see somebody that's having trouble, you know, backing their boat in or maybe getting their boat back on the trailer, you know, instead of getting mad, you know, hop out of your vehicle and ask if you can help them out. And because, listen, they don't want to be in that predicament. And, you know, so ask them to help. And when you get out there on the lake, you know, again, some of your favorite lakes, some of your favorite spots, there may be a lot of people around you, you know. Try not to get frustrated, and and but another thing too, show fishing etiquette, folks out there. If if you know, don't go. If you see somebody catching a fish, don't go park your boat five feet from them, and you know, move in on them. You know, there's plenty of other areas on the lake, and you can always come back to those spots if they're empty later on, and and just really have a good time. And uh, let's catch a few walleyes this weekend. Sounds good to me, Dick Beardsley, outstanding guide in Paul Bunyan country. And uh, Dick, if people want to use your services, how can they get uh, lined up? You betcha, Kev. You can uh, call me at two one eight. Five five six seven one seven two, or you can go to the webpage at uh, dickbeardsleyfishingguide.com. It's always great to have you in, Dick. Thank you so much. Hey, you too, Cap. Thank you. It's the opener. Good luck. Party on. Get crazy, crazy. Boy, everybody I'm talking to is just tickled. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Pretty on. Yeah, Bob Barn, yeah, country, true, country.